You're listening to Getting Big and Green. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Laura. And we like talking about health, wellness, and eco-friendliness in a fun and approachable way. This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about our experience doing a zero-waste month. Let's get to it. I am excellent. Sorry, that was super high pitch for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> How are things going? Good. Things are going really well. Yesterday, I ran my first ever workshop for arm balances at the yoga studio mm-hmm. where I teach. So that was a ton of fun. And I also tried pole classes for the first time last Amazing. week. Amazing. So my ankles are all bruised from <laughs> some of the spins we were doing. But yeah. Been trying a lot of new things, and I'm having a lot of fun. That's wonderful. What about you? Yeah, I'm good. We spent the morning in the park doing some... We went to an acro yoga jam, so there's this girl here who hosts these um, these sessions, and um, Quito is having, like, a festival right now for its its Independence Day or whatever, basically the equivalent. So um, there weren't that many people there because people have been really partying it up um but yeah it's been it's been nice the weather here is so beautiful I was outside (laughs) in a t-shirt this morning um it's really hot today so I'm loving that because it's December so yeah oh you're so lucky (laughs) yeah the weather is is such a bonus here it's amazing Toronto hasn't been too cold but it's really gray like I miss I miss sunshine. <laughs> so. Yeah, we've got the blue skies, but we will be home in two weeks, less than two weeks, so mm-hmm. soon actually. Um, ten days? No, eight days? That's crazy. Oh my gosh, that's so soon. I know. Totally didn't so even register that. So everybody start doing your start doing your Christmas shopping <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's coming up. Um, but yeah, no, everything's good, and I am coming back here after Christmas break. And we have some fun things planned for the new year, so mm-hmm. all is well. And you've been throwing things back in the garbage this month. <laughs> um, yes. Not, not a lot, but it's been nice to be able to throw my dental floss in the bathroom garbage can instead of having to like walk back out into the dark apartment, find my zero-waste bag that I always forget to bring into my, yeah. into my room at night and then put it in there and come back. Yeah, the end yeah. of November was a bit of a relief for that reason. Yeah, um, but I am really glad that we did it, and it was definitely an eye-opening experience for me, really enlightening. Um, and yeah, so I'm excited to talk about it on the show today. I think we already had some interest on Instagram when I posted the empty jar, <laughs> um, and people saying, like, let me know how it goes. I've been wanting to try that, so... Um, I'm excited to share what our experience was. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who don't know, uh, our zero waste month wasn't exactly zero waste, but it was as close to zero as possible. So we, Steph and I both started with a couple of empty jars at the beginning of November and every piece of garbage that we created over the month had to go into this jar. So it was really a different experience. I don't consider myself somebody who makes a lot of garbage in the first place but really just seeing it in front of you like on my kitchen counter every day um it's interesting because I think we throw stuff away and then we totally forget 
that we threw something away and we don't have a full picture as to how much garbage we're accumulating. So even seeing it in this jar, as small as the jar is compared to, I guess, maybe some months of waste, um, was, I want to say jarring, but that's just because the word jar is in my head. (laughs) Eye-opening. Yeah. It was jarring. I mean... It's, it's like you said, it's having the, that visual representation that really makes the biggest difference. And, um, yeah, I actually didn't use my jar throughout the month because we use them for like drinking and things like that. So I used just a plastic bag. So I couldn't tell in terms of the jar how much I had, but I could tell in the, in the bag and then I transferred it to the jar at the end and it just fit. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, so The zero waste lifestyle was something that I became interested in after I think a friend of mine posted a link to a blog called Trashes for Tossers on her Facebook page. And um, the the girl doing the blog Trashes for Tossers, she's one of a few bloggers that try to live a zero waste lifestyle. So when we say zero waste, what we mean is zero garbage, more or less. you can compost, you can recycle, although they do encourage less recycling even, you know, just less packaging in general. Um, recycling is okay, but if you can avoid the thing that you're going to need to recycle later, then that's even better. So um, that means using cloth bags to get all of your groceries. That means having glass jars in your house when you go to the store, having glass jars, having a place you can compost your organic material or um if you're lucky enough to live in Toronto, Mississauga, or other places in Canada to have the green box, then that's great too. Um, yeah, so it's just basically reducing the garbage. And the girl at Trashes for Tossers, she has like one tiny 250 milliliter mason jar for like her whole year because she's really switched over everything in her mm-hmm. life. Um, and there's another blog called The Zero Waste Home, which was sort of the pioneer of the zero waste lifestyle. And her whole family's garbage fits in the same size jar as mine for one month fits in. Um, So, you know, a little humbling Mm -hmm. that they're able to do that. But I think that a lot of the reason why we had more waste, and we can talk more about some of the challenges that we ran into, was because you, we weren't really doing the full switch to the zero waste lifestyle. It was like we already had some systems in place the way we've been doing it. So when they switched, it's like they got rid of everything that they had that was wasteful, right? And now they only shop at stores where they can avoid plastic and they only do these things and they've worked to find those systems in their lives. So now once that's in place, it's much easier to avoid trash. Totally. Like I found that a lot of my waste for November, a lot of the stuff I would have put in the garbage came from purchases that I had made a couple months ago. So Mm -hmm. I think it's something where once that's implemented in your lifestyle, it's easier month to month and you create less waste from month to month. So it'd be like, it'd be like we have this big bag of coconut sugar that I didn't buy in November, but we happened to finish it in November. And it's like, Oh, that goes in my jar. Um, Conversely, I think there were also things that happened to not land in the month of November that didn't go in my jar. And it was funny because I think it was like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, thank God this didn't land in November. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because it's it's still the waste 
that I've created. Right. Um, but it's like I'm, I felt less accountable for something that didn't have to fit in my mason jar during the challenge. Yeah. Which is, I mean, <laughs> just like a I weird know. way to think of myself, I guess, where it's like I feel like I'm getting away with this garbage as opposed to like I didn't get away with anything during the month of November. Right. Well, that's the thing about doing it in this way. It's like it almost becomes, since it is a challenge for you to reduce your waste, it almost, you, it's easy to lose sight of what you're actually trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you said, you're still, we're still making garbage that's going to be thrown out in December or January. Um, but because we were only focusing on November and not changing our entire lifestyle, um, it's sort of easy to be like, oh good, <laughs> that doesn't count or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And sort of miss the point of what's actually going What's it going on? But let's let's talk a little bit about what our our sort of guidelines for the month were that we had talked about. And I know that you and I had slightly different ones just because we had talked about it and then we started. And then we only checked in at like the middle of November and I had not been on the exact same page as what you were doing. So <laughs> let's just let's just talk about what we what we did. So the main things were recycling was fine. Um and composting was fine it was that if we bought something before november the garbage still had to go into the jar in november was there another one? Oh, reusing plastic bags was okay um yeah I, mean, I don't even know that i did that but yeah i think it was like if you were yeah yeah if you weren't we, throwing it out like if something right. was something you were going to put in the garbage that went into your jar Exactly. Um, oh, and then we were also thinking about encouraging ourselves to find alternatives for things that we buy on a regular basis that we realized that we were throwing out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then how, let's talk about how you did it slightly differently from me initially. Okay. Well, I can only speak to my own <laughs> experience with it, but it's funny because we were talking about this before recording that I guess maybe I'm an upholder. And I very much follow the rules as laid out by either me or someone else. And you're also an an abstainer, which can can work both ways. Yeah. It can work like abstaining from eating something or or using something, or it can work in terms of like being militant about yes. what you do not do. Yes. Um, so those are two different personality characteristics, and we're gonna talk about them on a future episode. But if you're interested, you can go to GretchenRubin.com. Or read one of her wonderful, amazing, yeah. incredible books. <laughs> yeah, so just just by virtue of my personality, I was kind of all in on this one. I don't like <laughs> <laughs> I don't like bending the rules for myself. Um, and uh, so yeah, everything that I would have put in the garbage went into my jar. Um, what I would normally do is I would just rinse it off first, or even wash it with some dish soap first, so that my jar didn't get too gross or moldy. Um, which isn't really something I ever think about when I put something in the garbage, like whether there's food residue on it. Um, And I I think that meant, well, to me, that meant like, okay, if something's compostable, for it not to go in the jar, it has to go in the compost. Right. So there were also like some learning opportunities there where I would take a banana somewhere as a snack, and then I was carrying a banana peel around with me until I got (laughs) home to put it in the compost. Um, Because... It was my rule that, like, I can't put this in a garbage. Even though it's a banana peel, 
it has to go in a compost bin, otherwise it has to go in my jar, and that's not happening. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, and to be fair, I think there are about 10 items that didn't make it into my jar that I could name, Um, (laughs) and they all stemmed from poor planning on going out. Right. Uh, for the for the most part, uh, restaurants are really good about, like, if I said, like, I'm trying to create zero waste, please don't bring me a napkin or a lining for my tray. And I even convinced um, the coffee shop across from the yoga studio where I teach to lend me a fork that I would bring <laughs> back to them later that day. Um, like, I just explained to them what I was doing, and they were like, oh, okay. And, I mean, they, they recognize me and stuff, but it's funny because I think it, it goes to show that if you enroll people then they will help you um so they lent me a fork because like when I saw that they only have plastic forks and I was like no 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 (laughs) this isn't gonna work because this isn't going in like yeah um so yeah I think that that sort of outlines my personal rules and how I approached approached it I tried to stay as true to it as possible the other thing I was alluding to kind of which is where we weren't on the same page was that I spent the first month of my or for, sorry first half of my month um with my garbage being with my boyfriend's garbage because we live together mm-hmm. so it was I was seeing it as our house our home and what we were generating as a home and then when I spoke with Laura at the halfway mark I realized that she was um only doing it for herself and you even told me, um, just to bring in again, the upholder nature of your personality was that if you were sharing something with your boyfriend, then you would like cut the bag in half and only put your half in the jar. And after I got off the phone with you, where I realized I wasn't doing it the same way. And because I wanted us to have like a, you know, the same kind of guidelines, I decided to do the same thing. And I came into the kitchen and I went into our bag and I started cutting everything in half and gave my boyfriend his own bag. And he was just sitting on the couch being like, what the heck are you doing? Like, he just thought it was like the most ridiculous thing. He was like, you're just separating it into two bags. It's still the same amount of garbage. Um, and I think it was interesting to have his perspective on for the whole month, actually, because he is not an upholder or an abstainer. Um, and he, he sort of embraces the holistic nature of the challenge of what we're doing. And so it's difficult for him to sort of only focus on the one aspect. Like for instance, we, for a while didn't have, we don't have any compost at our apartment and we have to drive maybe 20 minutes away um, to where we can maybe compost and we have to ask around at these gardening centers and ask which, who's going to take it. And so he would be like, or with recycling, we have to drive to the grocery store to recycle it in the, in the thing. And he'd be like, I was at the store and I had a choice between this thing that had some packaging and this thing that needs to be recycled. And I chose the thing with packaging because we're going to have to drive to the store like two more times to get it recycled and like what is that doing to the environment like it was very difficult for him to embrace that okay we're just focusing on the jar but in a way I think he has a point we cannot only focus on the waste we're creating physically like in terms of Mm -hmm. the plastic or the bag or whatever we have to also be thinking about the greater environmental impact of driving or of Mm -hmm. versus walking or um, what kind of packaging we're throwing away. Um, 
that kind of thing. I don't know. So that was, that was one thing. Um, and the other way that I differed because I am a moderator, (laughs) um, was that if we were out in somewhere extremely rural, which we did a couple times, we drove out to, um, this volcano at one point in, in November. And in that case, we had bought something on the road and I threw it in the garbage at our destination, which is not in line with the rules we had set out. So I, I can see that it was bending the rules. But um, there were a few times that it even started to get to me. It's like if we're at his mom's house, for instance, and she's making us, she's making us food, and it's like I didn't buy the garbage, but I did eat it but it's not my house. (laughs) And so having Mm -hmm. those different kinds of rules made it so that a few times I was like, well, I mean, I didn't personally like purchase this item. Should I take the bag with me to my own house? (laughs) Like it was just a little bit like those kinds of things. I didn't really know how to, um, balance, balance. That's kind of the word that I was looking for. Like if we were out, I didn't know how to balance that with, with bringing the things home. So, yeah, so I think that our experiences differed a little bit there, but ultimately that wasn't like really the point of the challenge. The point of the challenge was to sort of challenge ourselves and see where we needed to improve. Exactly. And I mean, keeping your garbage to a mason jar is such a challenge. And I think just like it puts a lot of things to the forefront of your mind. Um, It has always bothered me that if you buy organic produce at the grocery store, it likely comes with more packaging. Like yeah. the organic bananas at my grocery store have this big purple tape around it that says yeah. organic. And it's like, I and I made the choice really early on that I, I always try to prioritize organic, um, you know, health of the bees and health of our planet. And I mean, I I try to prioritize organic. So there were like a lot of the stuff in my jar is organic labeling (laughs) and I just made that choice that I'm just like it's okay with me if that fills up more space in my jar because I think I'm making a better decision um so yeah I think in that way like that was maybe my equivalent of Paulo struggling with like having to bring his groceries or his uh recycling to the store um and then I'd also say so our building apparently stops stops uh composting during the winter so um Mm. I think like last weekend I ended up bringing like five bags of compost to my granny's Right. I was um, in Etobicoke, like a 20-minute drive away to compost. But what I did was it was just several weeks' worth of compost that we just kept in our freezer. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can totally minimize trips to, like, yeah. uh, if, you're, if there's a way to keep it from spoiling or going bad. Um, like, our freezer was just, like, a lifesaver during this. Um, yeah. Oh, and then my other thing for, like, the, like, why I kept mine separate from Mike's and stuff, I just, like... I think I knew that I would probably get into a fight with him if we were contributing to the same jar. Yeah. Like, like, did you really need to blow your nose right now? <laughs> or like, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think for me, it's just, it's easier to keep things separate and then I'm just accountable for what I, like the garbage I create and then that's not going to be a stress on our relationship. And he even right. said to me yesterday um, that he thinks that he wants to challenge himself to do something like the zero waste challenge but in his own words he said he needed something bigger than the mason jar (laughs) Um, but yeah yeah, I think you kind of have to just make it work around your personality 
like the point isn't to be completely zero waste. At least it wasn't for us. I think it was an it was an experiment. Yes, I I totally see what you mean about separating it. Like after we did it, I definitely became more relaxed about his stuff because. I don't, I, I think we remember we were talking about this, like, I don't use napkins, like, I don't blow my nose, really, that never, mm-hmm. I just, that's not something I do, I don't know why, but I don't, I don't use napkins at dinner, and I don't, yeah, those are just things I don't contribute to, and I would just, <laughs> you know, you're sitting there like, um, I think for sure, the, the whole point for us was that we just wanted to, a visual representation of what we were creating. And for me, I was actually pretty impressed. Were you kind of impressed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I was. I was pretty impressed. Like, I didn't feel like I generated that much garbage. Like, mm-hmm. without having to change very much. Although, one thing I think we did struggle with here was that because I'm not that familiar with with keto, and I don't think keto is a very um, like compared to Toronto, it's not very progressive when it comes to eco-friendliness mm-hmm. because, you know, Ecuador is a third world country and in first world countries like Canada, we have the opportunity where we don't have the opportunity, but we are starting to move in the direction of like, we don't offer plastic bags at grocery stores and, um, you know, less packaging and less things in food and in when you go to restaurants and that just hasn't really come here yet. Like at the grocery store, they give you as many plastic bags as they could possibly give you. Like, it's like, (laughs) it's like you need only three for all the things you could put everything in three. And they're like, no, let me give you five and like separate everything. And so that's kind of was a challenge and, um, to try and like when you go grocery shopping, there's like a ton of packaging on everything Um, so we, a lot of what's in my jar are like the plastic wrap that comes on the mushrooms because they have no loose mushrooms at the grocery store. Um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And things like that. It's like everything, like the the apples come, the apples come like on a styrofoam tray surrounded by plastic wrap. And like, sometimes they have the loose ones. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. It's like, and sometimes they would have the loose ones, but then every single one has a sticker on it. (laughs) You know, so there's all these challenges that sort of came into play with not really knowing about this city and how to sort of, um, how to sort of hack it so that I could make it more zero waste. Um, so yeah, we had a few initial challenges with the finding a place to compost was kind of a challenge and figuring out how our recycling works, even mm-hmm. though we were recycling, that was still kind of a challenge. But even with all of that said, I was so impressed. Like there were a few days when only the only thing I would, I would throw out and no, I wasn't throwing it out like, you know, truck stop somewhere. Like, like seriously, the days where I wasn't, um, well, the only thing I was throwing out was my dental floss. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was it was also funny because there'd be days where like I would wash out my garbage, leave it out to dry, and somebody would be like would see garbage on the counter and put it in the garbage, and I'd be like fishing it out so yeah. I could include it in my jar. Um, but yeah, I w- I was also shocked at how little garbage I was able to create, which is so um, great. Without yeah, without drastically (laughs) um, rewiring my lifestyle. And as we had mentioned at the beginning of the show, there are a lot of things that if I found those systems, um, like for instance, the Trash is for Tossers woman, she lives in New York City. 
and the woman who does Zero Waste Home lives in San Francisco. Those are both places where they have like progressive grocery stores that offer zero packaging, where it's like everything comes out of those dispensers on the wall and doesn't cost as mm-hmm. much as Whole Foods. Um, you know, and so you can go with your glass jars and they're totally open to that and they're accepting of that and whatever. Um, and once they have those systems in place, they don't generate any more garbage in those areas. And I can totally see that if I found a grocery store or a place where I can get, you know, I don't know what an example would be, like soy milk, for instance, you can get soy milk on tap and you can bring your jar and get the soy milk and then that's it. And that's the only packaging that there is and there's zero packaging. Then this lifestyle would be so much easier and the amount of garbage we would create would be even less, which mm-hmm. is so great and so inspiring and something that we can do on an ongoing basis, not even just to have like a month where we're like, fit everything into a jar. It's like, no, 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 let's try and actually create a system to do this in the future forever, you know, ongoing basis. Mm-hmm. So that's what I really love about this is to try and find creative ways to to reduce it going forward you know yeah which is exactly an inspiring challenge like for me it was always um like I knew like I had this like flag go off it was like pay attention to this right now whenever I had a feeling of like getting away with something so (laughs) it was like you know if it was just like oh, thank God we don't have to throw out the massive bag that our toilet paper comes in this month, right? And it's like you get that feeling of, like, getting away with something, and then you're like, oh, the reason that you feel, like, there's guilt associated with that. Like, you realize how much garbage that creates. Right. Um, So, like, pay attention. Um, Yeah, so that that for me was, was big and something that I have to think about moving forward. Yeah, which is, which is exactly what I want this challenge to do. That's exactly what I wanted it to do. Like even at the end of the challenge, it wasn't very climactic for me. Like I still had all my stuff in the bag. I left it in the corner of the kitchen. I only put it in the jar like a few days later so I could just take a picture of it. I didn't really care about the amount. For me, it was the, not to sound corny, but it was kind of like the journey of every (laughs) single day, like thinking about ways to tweak the systems I was using to tweak. Mm -hmm. Okay. How can I avoid this? How can we encourage ourselves to not even have to think about this, but to just have ways that this doesn't even, you know, come up. Um, and so that for me was the, the important thing. And yeah, I was excited that it all fit into a jar at the end. (laughs) Like that was, that was definitely exciting and rewarding, but I think, I think the challenge now is going to be, okay, how can I, you know, how can I find a dental floss that I don't have to throw away? Is that possible? Like, how can I find, (laughs) you know, how can I find a grocery store where they're going to let me like, Mm -hmm. you know, buy apples that don't have stickers on them or mushrooms that are loose, but that I don't have to go like 30 minutes away to some organic grocery store where everything costs three times as much to do so. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with organic grocery stores, but you know what I mean? Like to find something where you can slot it into your life in a way that's not intrusive. Um, in terms of dental floss, I know this is so, (laughs) such a small thing. No, tell Um, me. For a lot of the month I was using, um, they're like these little wooden, they're not toothpicks. They're a little thicker and they're shaped so that you can, I guess, use them to clean your teeth better than toothpicks. 
Um, but I just found mine at Shoppers, and I've actually been using them for probably a few years. Um, and I don't think they replace flossing, but I think they, I mean, during the month at least, like I was using them instead of flossing, and they do a pretty good job. Um, but they're biodegradable. Mm. So, uh, and I looked up dental floss as well, and like it seemed like the only biodegradable biodegradable dental floss I was able to find was like silk based and I don't buy silk um for vegan reasons um Mm. but yeah so it I think everything you kind of just have to weigh your values choose something that works for you (laughs) um and make it work that way Mm -hmm. um I think for me one thing I came away with was that I don't want like I said I wanted to be able to slot into my life where I can make more of a difference on an everyday basis, but not to the point where it's making me or my boyfriend or the people around me unhappy. I don't want, you know, yesterday in a very stark contrast, we went and we rented this barbecue pit at the local park, which is like up on a mountain. It has these enormously amazing views of the valley and the mountains beyond and everything. And you bring all your food and you bring all your stuff. And then at the end you take all of your packaging and all of your garbage away with you. And it was so much fun. And I was just thinking how much suffering I would have had if it was during November, because the amount of garbage we created was, you know, a lot. Like you have to bring things and you have to bring paper towels and whatever, and not just paper towels, but the bag that the charcoal comes in and, um, Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know, all of the things that you're making. And then at the end, you take it out and you throw it away. And and I was feeling kind of like, I'm so glad this didn't happen in November. But I think the real lesson there for me was like, that's okay because I think what you do most of the time matters what you matters more than what you do some of the time. And I think mm-hmm. that this challenge is definitely teaching me that What's most important for me is that what we do every day, like, are we composting on a regular basis? Are we making sure we're recycling everything? Are we reducing the amount of packaged things that we buy at the grocery store? Not, not if we have a barbecue with his family once every three months and make more garbage than I made in an entire month, um, in one night, in one day. So, and I'd, I'd say that you could probably also look at that instance and I bet that there are ways that you know that you could have reduced waste from that, from your learnings from like a zero waste month, right? Even if it wasn't perfect, it, oh, you could, you can make it better. You can learn a lot from reducing your waste. Oh yeah, in the for everyday. sure. For sure. I think part of it was that I wasn't the one organizing it. I was just there yeah. and you know, everything's already been purchased. We didn't go grocery shopping. You know, his family went grocery shopping and bought all these things. And I think for sure, if I was organizing something, it'd be a lot easier. But part of it, I think, is about letting go and just focusing on how much waste you're creating personally. Um, And then if you can make a positive change, for sure, like, you know, you can make suggestions of how, of how it can change in the future. Um, And I think part of it with family is to go more... (laughs) <laughs> at least in my in my family or in my life is to go more gently because sometimes these ideas are brand new like I am the only one in my family who has made my own deodorant you know and like mm-hmm. it's not <laughs> you know not everyone is gonna be open to embracing a zero waste lifestyle for a month you know it's it's sort of something 
you might want to just ease into with people. But I think even easing into something can make a huge difference if you do it on a consistent basis. So I think for sure, like this Christmas, when we go home, I'm going to be trying to encourage our family to, to be more zero waste, if that's a way to describe it. Um, but then for sure, I don't want it to get in, in the way of, you know, I don't want it to cause conflicts as well. So yeah, it's like this, this balance and, you know, look at all these things that we learned from one month of, of doing this lifestyle. I mean, that's just so awesome. I'm really yeah. glad that we tried it. Me too. Thanks so much for making me do this with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be fun to do another one at some point, like maybe in six Where months. Where I prepared more. If I could prepare yeah. more for it, I think I could do better. That's right. I think like, like I, like I mentioned, finding the compost thing was like such a coup for us. We were so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it would have been easier, you know, obviously if we lived back home in Toronto um, for us to do some, to find some of those systems initially. But anyway, I think by the time we're here for another six months, we'll have all of that information and maybe there's a grocery store where we can go and get our things and bring our pillowcases to the bakery or whatever this lady <laughs> does. Yeah. So that would be cool. All right. Well, thank you, uh, for listening to today's episode. If you have any comments about our zero waste month, um, if it's something that you want to try or it's something that you have questions about how we manage to do it, hit us up on Twitter at green guinea pigs on our Facebook page at guinea pig and green. Um, or even in the comments section of our blog post that accompanies every single one of these episodes at guinea pig and We would also love it. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, we love having listeners and by you subscribing and maybe even leaving us a reading, or a comment on our iTunes page we'll be able to reach many more people with our crazy, wacky, wonderful ideas. So we would highly appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening. 